0: Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes wrapped up their investigation at the Trader's Muse and headed back to their respective homes, giving a bit of insight into their daily lives. They reconvened in the morning and solved an egg-based dilemma at the Frisky Unicorn Bed and Breakfast, ultimately culminating in Sylvie making a deal with a rather odd imp. The Cursed Campaign continues now.
1: And welcome back to the Bestow Curse podcast. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Doing well. Yeah,
2: yeah. Good. i doing good.
0: All right, Superman.
2: Excited what? to play some Pathfinder.
1: Superman does good.
3: You
0: do well. Yeah, you do well, yeah. Haley. We're <laughs> all doing well. Haley, you f***ed up.
3: Sorry. Wow. Busted. Uh-huh. Busted. Busted. I don't understand. The joke. Just like these eggs are about to be. <laughs>
4: No, they're not. We're protecting them.
3: Well,
1: we'll, we'll see how clumsy
2: you are in getting no, them back to their they're place. they're precious animals.
1: Roll me a reflex.
2: Sylvie <laughs> so should carry the eggs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, guys, did you think you were going to be dealing with dragon eggs here? It's quite a, quite a turn of events.
0: Last thing on my mind. I thought we were going to be dealing with
1: unicorn eggs, to be honest. Why is that? Because it's called the frisky unicorn. Clearly there's unicorns and they're frisky. You would be too there to be some mm. How
0: are you gonna get a unicorn up in that attic? They got a hippogriff up there. That's true, but they can fly, fly in it. Oh unicorns can fly, can't they? No. no. Pegasi- a pegasus. That's a pegasus.
3: Yeah. I wonder if a unicorn has got like the same thing that a cow does, or if you put it upstairs, it can't walk back down them. <laughs> Oh, <they're>, oh <laughs> terrible.
0: What they say is you can you can lead a unicorn upstairs, but you can't make it lay an egg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the unicorn in the attic is frisky to leave. <laughs> It's biding its time till those stairs become a ramp.
0: Can you imagine being a, a guest here and just hearing the clopping around above you all night? <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> people actually pay good money to be in
1: the room underneath the unicorn. Oh,
0: good luck, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: instead, they're in the room under the pseudo dragons. And uh, Gordon Ramsay here thinks he can prepare some pseudo dragon eggs. How do you think he would have cooked them?
4: How do I think he would have cooked them as yeah. Gordon Ramsay? So Gordon Ramsay has a very specific recipe for scrambled play eggs. Lay it on us, Haley. Where he uses because he did this whole video for his wife, uh, he puts ricotta in his eggs instead of milk or water or anything. So he does scrambled eggs with ricotta, and he does like the cook the whole bottom, and then you take it on and off of the like uh, burner multiple times, and you never season it with salt until the end, but you add all the other seasonings in while you're cooking. And then he also adds toast and um, what's it called? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. And then, and then puts these ricotta eggs over top. By the way, ricotta eggs are pretty good. I had to make them after that because Gordon Ramsay, but. Mm.
2: It sounds really good. I mean,
1: as, a, as a food rich. scientist, is that the right way to make eggs?
2: There are many ways to make an egg. And I think it depends on the preference of whoever will be enjoying them. That's
0: a cop-out. What is the best way to cook the egg?
2: <laughs> so I <laughs> think... to fertilize Go. I mean, mm, both options, not great. I think for a dragon egg, a soft-boiled dragon egg on like a little stand where you remove the top and then you eat it with a spoon, super fancy. I think that would be the best way to eat a dragon egg.
0: Pretty good presentation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I read the line you guys wrote for me for this intro? Yeah, what... You have got to be yoking. <laughs> right. There you go. Good job, Chris. Thanks. Sure. Way to read it. I did it.
4: <laughs> that's that's the delivery I mean, was poor, man. So pay
0: you the big bucks, buddy. Over
3: medium. I mean, that's how, you it, that's it. how it went over in this room.
2: Yeah. Medium. <laughs>
3: Chris, I'm going to read my line now. What the shell were you thinking? <laughs> okay, see,
0: the follow-up to that, like, I set you up for that. I took, I took the flame for... Yeah, I took one for the team. Yeah. The alley-oop there yeah. And I smashed it down Wow <laughs> Oh, you really cracked me up with that one. Oh, Oh, don't uh-uh. even That wasn't That wasn't scripted
2: All three very excellent jokes
0: Okay, Haley, take us home
2: <laughs> I don't do puns
3: It's fine, we'll wait yeah, we... I'm
2: feeling incredibly
4: awkward Please move on
1: We're gonna get, well, I, think we're, I think this is good content We yeah,
3: should just, just stay here on, on it, on it. Mm. What's wrong, Haley? you chicken? (laughs) (laughs) Don't let this drag on.
4: We're moving on, right?
0: I just like to watch you squirm.
4: I don't like it.
0: We'll put something in post, I think.
4: No!
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll add Haley egg joke in post when she's trying to write it down.
4: (laughs) I didn't know we were doing egg puns.
0: Well, that's a shame.
1: It's making me really think twice about the zero point I'm about to give out. (laughs) Do imps lay eggs? Great question. I mean, if so, if it (laughs) ain't easy. (laughs) Oof. Let's move on to the hero point, shall we? (laughs) Oh, boy. So this week's hero point goes to Haley for completely ending my hippogriff encounter without a real encounter to be seen. Uh, No combat happened. And so this hero point is from 10 lawn gnomes, our buddy Eric. Oh, uh, he puts in parentheses here. Please read like the old Spice commercials. Look at your dice. Very nice diehard dice. Now look at your bonus. It's a nice bonus and it deserves a nice roll. A roll so nice that everyone who can see you do the thing you're about to do says nice because that's what heroes do. That's the point. A hero point. Nice. Did I do it?
4: Eric. I think you yeah, did. That actually was pretty superb. Great. Yeah, great. great. That was, that
3: was good. Okay,
4: well, thank cool. you, Eric. So I'm actually, I'm sitting right now at three hero points, so I'm about to be fast and loose with those. Yeah, you got to
1: spend them within the next uh, three episodes, I believe. Yep. Before they reset. So guys, last time you retrieved the two missing pseudo dragon eggs and you met an imp named Sazaran who took an interest in Sylvie, but now you got to figure out what you're doing with those eggs. Are you going to the light side, giving them back to the pseudo dragons? Go to the dark side and giving him to break. break so he can prepare them in one of the
3: fashions we described. Well, on that note, I imagine our team needs to talk a little bit. All right. Now that the deal is done with the imp, I will reveal my true intentions. I do not think we should give these eggs back to Mr. Oliver for his princess, whoever she he's bringing around. I'm willing to go back and talk to him and explain that they broke a uh, agreement that they... Agreed to when they stayed here with the proprietor and uh,
0: tell them too bad, so sad. Yes, we gave our word to the creatures upstairs that we would return them, so we must do that.
2: That is the only way they will calm down. If they do not get their eggs back, there will be chaos.
4: So the imp is gone, right?
1: He disappeared.
2: And just left the two eggs?
1: Yes, he, he did give the eggs to you after receiving the gold.
4: Okay. I wanted to make sure that we couldn't sense anything else before we, like, I mean, I know we're all on the same page here, but I didn't know if (laughs) he was, like, secretly in the room watching or something. It's going to pop back out.
1: You make a perception check.
4: Okay. I only got a 13. I rolled pretty poor. Eight. 21.
1: Six. Sylvie, you feel slight puffs of air on your exposed skin. Seems like something might be flying above you, but you can't see it.
2: Sylvie glances up in the direction she can feel the air coming from, smiles a little bit, and then just looks back to the party. Okay, cool.
3: Beck re- smiles back.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was kind of wondering if... Sazerad
3: uh, smiles back.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of, I was kind of wondering, because Mir-, Mir has pretty good perception, so I was wondering if she would end up seeing something uh in order to potentially change what she's going to say but
0: she didn't and now she must be right <laughs> so she gives us her best egg pun
4: <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> uh but she would she she would then speak up if she doesn't truly she really doesn't see anything uh that could potentially cause danger she I'll take the eggs upstairs cuz in, in my head, I just would like to let you guys know, I didn't want Sazzy to potentially pop back out of nowhere mm-hmm. and, like, mess with her if she thought he was still around while she was trying to carry two, what I'm assuming are pretty large dragon eggs up, like, stairs and stuff.
1: No, sure. That's very fair. They're actually not that big. Or okay. They're maybe slightly bigger than a chicken's egg, but you saw the dragons; wow. They're small creatures. Okay. Hmm. So, uh, these, aren't, uh, these aren't huge eggs.
4: I guess I was picturing... Like a, like, a like a baby. Like an actual dragon Like a baby. I
1: feel you.
3: All right, Mia, that works for me. If you would like to smooth things over with the pseudo dragons, that sounds good. I can't talk to him anyway. Um, I can go talk to the cook and explain how things are about to shake out. Not going to lie, I wouldn't mind having a large cat man back me up on that one.
0: Yes, I think that's a discussion that needs a
3: little bit of muscle to back it up. Perfect. And Sylvie, you can do whatever you want.
2: I can make sure the eggs stay with the dragons. So she'll go with Mir.
1: Okay, let's cut to Mir and Sylvie then. You ascend the stairs to the tower, eggs in hand, and are greeted by the same dragon. The hippogriff kind of rears up playfully, but knows at this point to... Not immediately tackle you. Have you retrieved the eggs?
4: I, I have. And Mir would kind of display them.
1: The dragon descends from the rafters and collects the eggs, kind of curls around your two wrists. It's very, it's a very lithe creature. It's maybe four feet long from nose to tail, and it's not quite a snake, but it's it seems very flexible. It, like, dives in between your two arms and then wraps around, sniffs the eggs, makes sure they're still intact, and takes them and flutters over to what you presume is a nest. Looks like it's filled with hay and soft.
4: I hope they're still doing okay. Uh,
1: they seem unharmed. That imp, it's a surprise that... It did not destroy our eggs. It must have had some sort of deal it
4: made. It did. It was supposed to deliver them to the kitchen. Not for the cook that works here, though. I would hope not.
1: Loman seems an okay human. It would be a shame if you were trying to cook our young.
4: Uh, He seemed pretty upset about this other cook.
1: So you're saying the, the cook that has... That is staying here temporarily, wanted our eggs and contracted the imp to steal them from us.
4: Ah, uh, yeah, and uh, the large cat and my other friend, he's down there talking to him. Tell him that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm.
1: I would appreciate knowing that there won't be another attempt on my young.
4: Are you talking like a threat? Mm, perhaps. I don't think that was in the plan. <laughs>
3: I was planning on it personally. Oh, okay. That's why I'm bringing Diego.
4: I think that's the plan.
3: Well, then, we shall hold our part of the bargain.
1: There is no need for us to roost somewhere else. If our young are returned to us and our safety is ensured.
4: I think you'll be quite safe here now.
1: I appreciate your efforts. If you have need of me or the pseudo-dragons in this town, take this... And know that it will at least earn an audience. And he plucks a particularly radiant scale off of himself and hands it to you.
4: All right. I wrote feverishly in my notes so that we get a favor from dragons. It's just a regular scale.
1: You could make me an arcana check.
2: Sylvie will do that as she sees this getting handed over. <laughs> A 15.
1: With a 15, you would know that uh, some types of dragons, pseudo dragons included, have a select few scales. Have you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever read the, uh, what was the, what was the book? The Rainbow Rainbow Fish. Rainbow Fish.
2: Yes. Oh, of course.
1: It's a scale like that, um, that is not overly common to be given away. And it will operate as a um, kind of a token of goodwill. In effect, this will grant you a plus one item bonus to diplomacy with pseudo-dragons.
4: Very specific, but awesome. Now that I know your young is fine, I'd like to go down and make sure those threats are
2: happening.
1: Very well.
2: I would then depart. Yep. Sylvie so, bows and she follows along. Still bow's. smells like sword. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and imp. so you you leave the tower and below in the kitchen Vec and diego are having a conversation with the guest chef Mm -hmm. all right so have you have you brought my my eggs from the imp i
3: paid you the 10 gold all right mate well listen up we're gonna talk to you for a moment i'd appreciate if you don't interrupt and then we're gonna go on a business so, bad news is you're not getting the eggs. And bad news is I got more bad news for you. So, listen, when you, when you patronize a business, you sign a social contract. Am I right? I am. That basically means if you're going to show up here, you are going to request goods and services. They're going to be provided to you. And then you're going to move on with your life. But you violated that contract. In fact, you're working for someone who just blindly consumes and doesn't care about anybody else's livelihood. What was it you were going to make a sandwich or something? Well, in getting that, you were trying to destroy this man's livelihood, his business, and the livelihoods of everybody that works for him. So, I took your ten gold, I talked to the imp, I finished that transaction, and you're not getting the ten gold back. But... Maybe you can walk away with this or from this with a lesson that you shouldn't do that to people. And frankly, that's pretty rude. You you came in here trying to rob this place blind, destroy the livelihood of the people, and we don't take too kindly to that. So you can walk away with your lesson or things could get a little bit more heated. And if they do, maybe we fight. And I'm not a very strong man you'll maybe knock a tooth of mine out or break my nose. But I'm also here with this very strong fellow, and he's got a big hammer and a bigger temper, so he'll take care of you. How does that sound? Roll Intimidate. Uh, Not fantastic. That would be a 15. Are you daft? You think I'm going to give you 10 gold and let you just walk away? That's exactly what I think. Here's what's
1: going to happen. No, you it's not. You are dealing with the chef of Taldin Nobility. Oh, a chef? I'm so worried, Diego. And so, I will be alerting the in guard
3: of your theft of ten gold. Oh, so then I can alert them that you tried to take something that wasn't yours as well? Because we you can see, play that what game. what you don't really understand no, is I see that just pseudo-dragons
1: fine. lay eggs Every week. Okay. And so, much like a chicken, it is quite easy to take the eggs and consume them.
3: Are you done? Yes, I
0: will be alerting the guard. He leaves. Well, Diego, I'm very worried. Might have been blocking the door. I don't know if... uh, I think there's two doors. There's two doors.
2: If this is the kitchen, there's a door outside and a door...
0: Yes, there's like a door there's outside and a door oh, in. Oh, yeah,
2: true. And can,
0: staircase up. Can uh, can Diego run after him or pursue him? Yes. Okay. Diego's going to uh, go after him and try to tap him on the shoulder to get him to stop and talk for a sec. He ignores you. Okay.
4: Grapple. 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 <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't want to escalate that much.
4: Yeah, we also have like a dead woman's shit and also a lot of evidence. We cannot yeah. be under suspicion.
0: He's going I think I don't know he, he's gonna call out a
4: Did he have our names?
0: He has our descriptions, and that's
4: certainly
3: a yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> He has Vex name. Yeah, but also yeah. you know what I don't have? Ten gold. Like, that's fine. He can say that that we robbed him, but also he was trying to steal something that wasn't his. Yeah, you're gonna get guard attention either way.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um so is he. There's there's one door, right? Uh, it like actually leads out of here. I think, One have- door that
1: leads out of the building. The other door leads to the rest of the building. Okay. While both other doors lead to the rest of the building, which could also lead out of here. Okay.
0: I think Diego is still going to try to run up and confront him and say, uh, "Listen, I, I know my friend back there said a lot of things, but uh, perhaps there's a way we can resolve this without getting both sides uh, uh, upset." Yes,
1: uh, there is a way. Eleven
0: gold. Eleven gold. Uh, yeah, for my trouble. <laughs> wasn't your gold, was it? It was it was hers. Your, your master's gold. It is a part of my paycheck to keep my lady happy. Yes, that's what I wanted to talk about. Has your, your lady ever tasted pseudo-dragon eggs before? No, she has not. I thought it would be a particular delicacy for her. Yes. One then, that
1: can only be found in Corvosa.
0: Yes, indeed. What if... I know that alerting the guards and going about it that way is one way that you can work on this, but it will not solve the problem of your lady being upset at you for not acquiring these eggs. I think there is a way to go about without that happening. I'm interested. If she doesn't know what pseudo-dragon eggs taste like, you can make regular eggs, scrambled eggs, whatever, and put something in it that makes it pop, something that makes it taste a little different. And she won't know the difference. You are a good enough chef. I imagine, I imagine that uh, a chef of, of repute like Taldor, never been there, but probably has enough skill to mimic the taste of a pseudo dragon egg.
1: Well, that's the thing. They're quite different than chicken eggs. That's why I would go through the trouble and spend all the gold. If I could just mimic it with chicken eggs, I would have done so. Yes,
0: but if she doesn't know the difference, and she hasn't tasted them yet, you could put in an ingredient that makes it taste like not a chicken egg. And I'm willing to help you with that. Listen, bloke. She doesn't know that I was going to give her
1: pseudo-dragon egg. It was going to be a surprise for her. Something above and beyond for breakfast. She is none the wiser that she would be receiving it
0: or not. I, however, am out 10 gold at this attempt Listen, all I'm trying to do, I know that gold is the issue, but what I'm trying to do is resolve the issue with you and your lady. Because with that temper that I heard from her, I don't think there's anything worse than being uh, in a bad position with her. Well, she's
1: in a bad mood because I've been waiting for the imp, who has been very delayed, who I had contracted your asshole of a friend to resolve so that I could get her her breakfast quickly. She is probably upset because... She has not had breakfast and it is now 11 in the morning. So I will go whip something up for her, and you will either pay me the gold or I will take it up with the Corvos
0: and guard We
4: don't have the gold: <laughs> Don't we?
0: I thought we had a whole bunch of
4: I guess it's just, that's like very expensive. And it's Hence him
2: being pissed off.: yes. I understand why yes. he's pissed off. I get it. We have more than ten gold, but each. it's it's in
0: items. Uh, we have a silver ingot that's worth fifteen gold. Ah, yes. That I mean, at this point, just to resolve this and not get guard attention is, I think, potentially worth spending that. Oh, we haven't. There's an amulet with a garnet that's worth ten gold that we could give him, but
4: ah, oh, gift for his lady for the re- for being sorry about his breakfast being late or her breakfast being late.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's probably better than an ingot because like royalty just has money, right? right? Uh, would Diego have that on him? Probably. I don't know if you would.
4: I don't know. Yeah.
0: You know what? I, I think we've got on the, off on the wrong foot here. Obviously, you're out of your you're out your money. Uh, I have a friend with that goal that could make it up to you. And I think to resolve this issue without getting anyone else involved, we could work out something involving money. You have until the end of the day. OK, thank you. And at that, if he thinks he's settled and he's not going to storm off and alert the guard, I think Diego would reconvene with the rest of the group. Okay. So did you figure this out, Diego? Yes, I tried to help defuse the situation. I must say, I'm new to this city, but it seems like with people in some sort of power like that, you can't talk to them that way. They're reliable to start up trouble that we cannot handle. So what did you do? Well, I I think... Based on everything that's happened so far in the past day or so, we don't want the attention of the guard. So I think it would be wiser for us to pay this man his gold and just be on our way. Beck shakes his head.
3: Diego, I brought you along because I thought you were going to help. Maybe you defuse the situation now, but they're just going to do what they did to this man somewhere else. They're going to wreck somebody else's lives. That's what these people do. You're just reinforcing negative emotions and bad things. You gotta teach these people
0: a lesson, or else they ain't gonna learn. There are ways to go about teaching people lessons. I don't think that way is the right way. All right, but
3: my way isn't paying them off.
4: I don't think we can afford the guards looking into us right now. We have nothing to hide. That's not true.
3: That's not true. (laughs) Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in this specific situation, in this interaction, I think we have nothing to hide. Granted, we have other things to hide.
2: The gods are sometimes overwhelmed with their tasks and do not look too deep. But if we get unlucky and they keep pushing, there are many items we do not want them to find.
4: And I don't want them to come later, based on description?
3: I seem to be outvoted here. You all do what you want. That's fine.
4: So we have to pay them off before the end of the day.
0: Yes. I don't it doesn't really feel like paying off to me because we told him we were going to make this deal for him knowing that we weren't going to do it. So it's like we took his gold from him.
2: I mean, yes, that's exactly yes. Yeah, what happened. Yeah, we're returning the
4: gold back. Essentially, yeah. essentially and, returning and, and, the gold that we knew would not come back to him.
3: And and in vex mind that's punishment because they broke this social contract of going behind the owner's back and trying to maybe not trying to but Inadvertently destroy this man's business because they wanted like a tasty breakfast, or he wanted to surprise this rich lady who's not
0: going to know the difference anyway. Yeah, we could talk to the owner. Uh, aside from all this, too, you could.
4: That's a that's a great yeah. call, actually.
0: So return the man's gold and then let the owner do what he will with his.
4: No, we don't return the man's gold. We talk to the owner and say, "Hey, we took care of the problem, but this guy is demanding ten gold at this point." Otherwise, he's going to get the guard involved and come over to your business, and that's not a good look.
0: I like that angle, because we, we don't have to pay him off right away, yeah, too. I, yeah, if, I would if like to call human, that a go. little
4: underworld lore. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> so we need to go see the owner of the inn. Is there anything else? We, we don't need to do anything else in the kitchen. We can go to the owner of the inn. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So the owner of the inn, Oliver Cadman... He's the one that immediately thought you were all pseudo dragon experts. Yes. Yes.
0: Which we are now. Yeah, and Uh, and we have a
4: scale to prove it. And we need payment. There's, there's too many. There's two options. We can go here. All right, we're good. We're good. We're in a good spot. Uh,
0: So what?
1: What have you? What have you figured out? Have you figured out the pseudo dragon situation? Is everything good? I noticed there's a distinct reduction in the amount of flying around uh, and destroying rooms. I'm hoping that's a good sign. I'm hoping you didn't just go upstairs and kill all of my dragons.
4: Aye, we found the eggs. That's what was missing. And we found the culprit. It was the cook of Lady Calstair. He paid a no, no good imp to run around and steal these eggs. He stole their young. Now he's looking for ten gold. Or he's going to bring the garden to your business.
1: Why would he... Be looking for ten gold from my business. Uh, This is a... uh, Corvosa and Taldor have a tenuous trade arrangement. If we anger Lady Calstair, well, we might be sent below Castle Corvosa or worse.
4: This cook paid this imp to ten gold to steal the eggs in order to get the eggs back from the imp without harming them and further harming, harming your business. We had to take ten gold. That means he's out ten gold and ready to bring the guards in. He's angry. And probably rightfully so. That
1: I mean, outsiders to the city probably don't quite understand the tumultuous relationship between the imps from the academy and the pseudo-dragons of the city. Uh, y- here's what I'll do. Um, I was going to offer you 28 gold for the successful solving of my problem. Um, I will give you 20 gold instead and solve this issue with Lady Calstair and Craig, if that's amenable to you.
4: Aye, that works for me, but you might want to go directly to the cook. I don't think the lady knew.
1: What we'll do is we'll, um, we'll compensate the chef, I'll have Loman get ingredients for a wonderful brunch since we're quite late on lunch. Hopefully that will de-escalate the situation. Is there and he he would call kind of down the hall before he continues. Loman, Loman, could you please uh, Oliver, what are you um what what exactly do you need? Uh yes, uh Loman we're doing a brunch. Um get a uh Oh, uh, what are the what are the locals calling it? Uh, a tequila serenray ray rise.
4: <laughs> 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 uh, uh,
1: she's she's apt to be uh, lady lady Calstairs apt to be angry, and will will want to you know assuage her uh, temper with some uh, booze. Uh, it, w- while you're at it, uh, take this ten gold to Crick. Um, tell him the situation is under control, and the two of you go and. Gather ingredients for brunch. Uh, Make it something special. Whatever you have to do. Here's here's another five gold. Just make it good. Uh, We need both Lady Calstair's business and happiness. Yes, sir. I will will figure this out uh, right away.
0: And he kind of hustles back into the kitchen. You are truly a hospitality expert. When I'm in the streets, I will yelp about your business. To anyone I can hear, <laughs> it is it, it's much
1: appreciated. Uh, uh, we that's how uh, Yelp actually gets uh, Yelping, uh, that word of mouth, it gets us a lot of customers in town. Uh, most we mostly have foreigners, but um, the people that stay in from Corvosa uh, mostly hear about us through Yelping. Is there uh, we're solving this situation? Uh, here is the 20 gold, by the way. Is there Anything else I can help you with? Uh, Thank you so much for fixing this disaster for me. However it went down, it it seems like you handled it the correct way. At least, (laughs) I appreciate the way that you've handled it.
4: Absolutely. And if you ever need pseudo-dragon experts or hippogriff help, feel free to call.
1: Oh, I should have warned you that there's a hippogriff up there. I apologize.
4: It's a playful little thing.
1: Yes, he is quite... Quite the character up there. Um, I believe my my dragons brought the egg from uh, the
0: Sable Company, believe it or not. So at this point, because obviously we came here for something. We knew that there was trouble happening. We didn't know what it was. I think we get the sense that this is the trouble that was happening. Like the like this could have sparked something between Corvosa and Taldor. Or is there something else here we should still ask about?
4: I mean, that would have been some serious trouble. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, yeah.
2: Yeah, looking back at... My notes from uh, the cards that we looked at, this definitely could be it. And we still have the lead uh, that we got about the performance that's going on next week that we haven't checked out yet. So we still have another lead to follow up on. Yeah, I think to me, that should be about it, right? Yeah,
1: that sounds good. Cool, make a perception check as you're on your way. Uh, Eamon Jalento, looks like he left for class. Uh, He's
2: going to beat Sylvie. Because, uh,
1: <laughs> he was nervous that you were going to rat him out, <laughs> I think.
2: Oh, she better get there so he doesn't rat her out. Uh, that is a 22 as Sylvie's getting itchy to get towards the door.
3: Likewise, I also have a 22. 23.
2: I only have a
4: 20.
3: Yeah, well, you
1: all notice flyers strewn about, about the main lobby here. They are flyers for the green market. That's the Foxglove owned market, right? Mm hmm. Uh, And they look similar to the kind of like business card that Vec received when Ziva Foxglove visited Zolara's home. You can all see that underneath the text, though, it says free samples to foreign visitors. Maybe a society check.
2: This better not be pseudo dragon eggs. (laughs) That is a 23.
1: These are forgeries.
2: Forgery. Oh. Sylvie gets up, cl- <laughs> <laughs> Sylvie gets up close to the poster, squints at it and pulls it uh, down off the wall. And she looks to the group, this flyer for the green market, it is not from the Fox Glove. This is a forgery.
3: That's rather curious. Someone's trying to guide foreigners to this green market. Don't see why someone would go out of their way to do that.
4: And why would they advertise free samples?
2: If it is free samples for foreigners, are they trying to attract a large group of unsuspecting victims to an area? At the very least, we could take this back and ask who could have done such a thing.
0: Yeah. That, is, that is a good idea and something that... We could do. We might try to go to the green market, too, and perhaps pass ourselves off as foreigners. But who would we get that looks foreign to this place?
4: <laughs> who? Whoever could that be?
1: You could potentially, with this information, talk to Oliver again.
2: Oh, ask about who put the flyers up. Is he still around in the yep. entryway? Sylvie... Uh, with the flyer in hand, we'll walk up to him. One last thing before we depart. I noticed these flyers you have up. Who put them up?
1: Ah, uh, yes. Um, woman breezed through here. Uh, half elf, dark hair. Let me guess, bad teeth. Oh uh, well, she <laughs> didn't. She didn't do much smiling. It's strange that you would place flyers like this here. The only. Foreigner staying with us right now is Lady Calstair, so I don't really know why. It's not like this is enticing to many more of my guests. I suppose she couldn't have known that.
2: How long ago did these posters go up?
1: Uh, The flyers, they were dropped off uh, yesterday.
2: We are not that far behind then. I do not believe these are actually flyers for the green market. Do you mind if I remove them from the premises? I do not want your guests to get the wrong impression.
1: Oh, no. Uh, if there's something wrong with them, please take them, take them away. Not that I have anything <laughs> against Miss Foxglove, but don't see the need for the flyers to be in my lobby if if they're using outdated information or something.
2: Do you know of any other places that have flyers such as this?
1: I couldn't tell you. Uh, again, we got them yesterday. Uh, you could check at some of the... Uh, other bed and breakfasts, local inns to see, I suppose, but I just know that they were, they were delivered here.
2: Oh, very strange. We will, we will take them off your hands, and Sylvia will go around to start collecting the flyers. Sure. I think we might need to go to the green market,
1: like, now. Ziva deserves to know. So you head from the Heights District to South Shore. It takes you about a half an hour. There are kind of opposite sides of town. Uh, on the way, you could potentially stop in at other taverns, if that was something that you were interested in pursuing.
2: I think we could just poke our heads in and see if there are similar flyers like the in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, there are roughly six taverns on your way. You're covering a pretty long distance, even if you take a straight shot. There aren't flyers in any of them.
2: Very targeted, then.
4: That's so weird, I assumed there'd be they'd be like all over.
1: so you make it to the green market. It is a barn like building. It's got a central fountain, an indoor green park at its northern end and numerous glass skylights. Uh, looks like they can be accessed and opened with ladders and extending poles. Uh, you remember where. Ziva Foxlove's office is. That might be where you want to start looking for her. Knocking on the door, she would answer. Oh, hello. Uh, what, what news do you have? Hopefully
2: good. We have made some progress on the investigation, but we have come to an interesting development. Oh, We found these flyers, and she'll hold up the flyer at the frisky unicorn.
1: She immediately recognizes as a forgery.
2: Very interesting. You don't think that... Oh, we know it was left by your false error work.
1: That is grave news indeed. But it might give us at least some sort of an upper hand. Very much seems like she's trying to entice people to my market. It'd be very strange if she wasn't here in some fashion, right?
2: It could be. Do you have a good record of the vendors at the market?
1: Absolutely. Why do you ask?
2: If she is enticing people to the market and offering free samples, that would come from a vendor, no?
1: Presumably, yes. Uh, well- where exactly did you find these?
2: These were at the Frisky Unicorn, and we did not find them at any other inn.
1: I believe that's where uh, Lady Calstair is staying, is it
2: not? We did have the unique experience of <laughs> hearing her excitement.
1: If you met her earlier today, I assume
0: so. She is not a morning person. Perhaps the intent is to draw her here at this market. I don't know if she's seen the flyers or not already, though.
1: Hmm, that's very interesting. If you think that might be the case, have you have you investigated all of the cards?
4: Not yet. But do you really think a lady of her standing would be that tempted for free samples?
1: Lady Calstaire is quite fond of some of the unique things offered in this market. Um, one of. Uh, I've met her a few times, she's finicky, yes, but she has a love of new experiences. I think if the advertisement is free samples to foreigners, which sounds odd, just reading it out loud, but I think she would seize that opportunity to try everything new that we have here. She has visited the green market several times before, uh, when she does make trips to Corvosa, so, I, I, with her in town, I would have been expecting her anyway at some point, I guess I would say. But seeing one of these flyers might draw her here more quickly. But I think, again, it does give us an advantage. It seems that if... Well, uh, have you checked other taverns? If this was only left in the frisky unicorn, it makes sense that somebody might
3: be targeting her.
2: It was a targeted campaign.
3: J- just to be clear... It literally is just free samples for foreigners. I, I think I know the answer to this question. It's literally just free samples for foreigners. It's like free samples at this tent or this No, tent. it literally like,
1: just says free samples
3: for foreigners. That's literally, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> basically just like free samples at the mall. Of what? Where? Everything. Like, that's <laughs> that's store, so you insanely in,
0: vague. <laughs> right. Yeah. There is a woman in my tribe, and though she is wealthy, I know she was the type to to happen upon that and and immediately fall for anything free or or something she doesn't have to pay for. Her name is K. Ron.
4: Ah, I see, I see.
0: She seems like that type of woman. This lady.
4: <laughs> That's good, Chris.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I'll keep a specific
1: eye out for Lady Calstair. I know what she looks like. Um, If she arrives at the market, I'll give her a, and she kind of air quotes to you guys, personal tour of the market. Make sure she gets her free samples and I can keep an eye on anyone that tries to interact with her. But I think it would be best if you were able to capture this hero or woman before she's able to act
0: even. Yes, I agree. And if there is one thing we know for certain is that this lady will go directly to the manager of this establishment.
3: <laughs> Damn it. I suppose that would be me at the highest level, so... I can't believe it took until now for me to figure that joke out. <laughs> <laughs> Steve <laughs> hit the showers, man. <laughs> I just thought it was some pop culture reference I didn't understand. Ugh. Was-
0: Execution <laughs> could have been better, but... We also, in the last episode, heard there was smoke on the horizon from Mirror's shop. Is that something else we could like look into obviously you're probably you know if we're remembering the last one you probably would have been kind of concerned about that i'm assuming
4: i mean it didn't come out of my shop and also griffin said it's not
2: that abnormal that i would see some smoke oh okay we have not gone to the amphitheater though so we have not checked out all of the cards the amphitheater was not was it was a card was that i thought that was the cricket Okay. Was the Kendall amphitheater? Yep. 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 Yep.
3: And then there was the flyer too at the the Slum House.
4: All right. So that's mm-hmm. all signs point
2: there.
3: All right. Let's go to Kendall. See what's there.
2: Do we know where this amphitheater is in relation to where we're at right now?
3: Great question. Yeah. I should, I should ask that before I said <laughs> let's just go there. We walk. <laughs> we, 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 just, just, <laughs> we walk the earth until we find <laughs> like it. Um. I go. South. No, it, it, no. <laughs> I'm rolling it's,
4: a it's, it's just like a maze. You got to just put your hand, your right hand, on one of the buildings, and you just keep following
3: Ziva it. Ziva would three lefts,
1: then a right. <laughs> if you mentioned to Ziva that you're trying to find Kendall Amphitheater, she would tell you it's in Midlands. Uh, she, she'd give you directions from there. It's not quite as far as the trip was from the Heights to South Shore. It's. Uh, Midlands is aptly named, like pretty much the center of Corvosa. So, takes back- you maybe ten fifteen minutes to get there.
4: And say that's back near um, the original Harrower's uh, house.
1: As you approach Midlands, you do see more smoke on the horizon. Oh, this is where I said the smoke was coming from. Make a perception
3: check.
4: Absolutely.
3: Twelve. Uh
4: oh. Six.
3: Fourteen. Mir, you also see
1: smoke coming from atop the Grand Mastaba, Castle Corvosa. It's black. Oh. And all of you, even, well, what'd you get back? 14. 14, okay, sorry. I thought somebody rolled really low. Did you roll really low?
2: Yep, I got a six.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I know your perception. That's that's why I went to to you first.
2: You generalized
1: (laughs) Uh, Everyone but Sylvie does see several hippogriff riders from the sable company flying over over midlands overhead uh and making great haste they
3: haven't selected a new pope yet
4: wait are they flying away or towards Midlands? they're
3: flying towards the castle and the smoke that we're seeing in midlands is separate from the castle the castle is not in midlands correct right the I, castle yeah, is like that, at the top right? of the heights okay
1: but you do see, especially Mir sees, like, of the flock of them, some start to break off and head towards this other smoke. And, but the majority of them head towards the castle.
4: Uh, so Mir would point out, those who didn't see, I guess, notice the castle on fire. Uh, she would noti- or point out to everyone that the um, castle, raising smoke from the castle, and should also mention, now I've seen my fair share of smoke in the city. It's not uncommon. It's largely populated and fires happen, but it doesn't feel like a coincidence that it's happening in Midlands and at the castle. That's not normal. And look at it. It's black. That can't be natural.
3: Now, I can't expect us to walk straight up to Castle Corvosa, but we can certainly check out the closest smoke. Dark smoke, dark titans. Perhaps somewhere close by, we can get a clue as to what's going on in the bigger picture.
1: Yeah, there is a source of smoke kind of as you head towards Kendall Amphitheater. It looks like a group of people uh, have recently been here and dispersed with only maybe two or three of them arguing. There is a woman, like,
3: weeping and a stall is just charred. I'm going to go talk to this woman, see what's going on. She seems to be hit pretty personally on this. Miss, are you okay?
1: (laughs) That was all I had. It it, it was my business, my only source of income.
3: I don't see the guard around here, so I'm afraid they might be on their way. For the meantime, you're stuck with us. Did someone do this to you?
1: It wasn't just one person. (laughs) Some a mob of them. I don't know what's going on. So something has riled people up.
3: Were you able to identify them? Did they wear similar garments or masks? Did they say anything while they did this? I I need to know more, ma'am, and I know this is difficult.
1: They were shouting about fire from the castle. Something happened in the castle and, and they were fighting each other. And, and then they started breaking stuff. <laughs> they they lit my stand on fire. I couldn't put it out. It I sell wicker hats. It's burned in a second.
3: So, so, like, Vex, I mean, really close to her. Can he put his hand on her shoulder? Sure. Like, without her freaking out? Can he move in to hug her? Like, this is tough. Like, and this is similar a little bit to what's happened with him in the last several episodes. Like, Ma- ma'am, I know how difficult this is. I've been there myself. You'll make it through, but we'll try and find out what happened. I promise. I
1: I appreciate that. I appreciate your compassion. Just be safe. First my stall then, then arguing. People are getting violent.
3: And again, you, you say no provocation for this besides the smoke they see on the horizon. Nothing about you personally, or... It, it, Griffin, are there any other shops that have been vandalized here? You it's see like, more smoke on the horizon. They, they stole everything I had before they burned the burned the stall. I'm, I'm truly sorry, miss. I must continue to see what's caused this madness. We'll get to the bottom of this. But in the meantime, I don't know if you have people back at home or children... I hope this helps you. And he takes out a couple silver pieces and gives them to her.
1: Thank you. This will get me through a while. Don't having to uh, maybe even help me rebuild a little bit.
3: I hope it does. I truly do.
0: Bless you. Bless you as well. (laughs) You continue on to the amphitheater or smoke from the castle seems ominous to me. I don't don't know if there's anything we can do to check that out.
4: But what? Like, we still have have to do rubberneck. I mean, like, that's about it, right? Meanwhile, we know there's some sort of impending doom potentially at the amphitheater that maybe we can actually do something about.
0: I thought the play was like a week from now at the amphitheater.
4: I don't know if there's something we can stop before then. Like, I don't know if they've got plans.
3: Yeah, I, I I, definitely do agree with Haley. Like, my, my thought was that because they had this, um, they had these plans and these disguises mentioned in the flyer that they were like infiltrating the caster crew. So some investigation there to see if we get some of those like black finger people would be really valuable. Um, I don't know if there's anything in between where we are and where that is. Uh, More places on fire or wherever that we can investigate on the way. But I do think it is important for us to investigate Kendall Amphitheater before the actual play in a week yep absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah I mean Kendall
1: Amphitheater is is like three blocks away at this point so there's not really any fire okay in between if we're that close yeah. yeah yeah all right let's head there then yeah the front door here is unlocked opening it you would see a group of 12 performers scrambling about the stage rehearsing
3: several scenes at once can we do a perception check to see what their fingers look like
0: yeah, absolutely. 23.
3: I truly hate all of you. I roll so well on perception. Like, I got an 18 on the die, and it's a 22. My perception <laughs> modifier is so bad. I'm I get beat every time. I
4: rolled a 4. Oh, so. well. Yeah, you'd, sure. you'd, Yeah, for an 11, so...
3: Oh, yeah! No, that's cool, Haley. That's fine too. <laughs> he, he wondered because he's actually capable of rolling a, daddy for,
1: or a, a dirty floor. Only so an eighteen. Mad.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. Everybody, but Mir would see that there's really no. You don't see any of the performers have black fingers, but you do notice that they are elegantly and intricately disguised um, in, in all manner of disguises, presumably befitting of characters from The Gambler's Tragedy. You also see a, what looks to be maybe like a, a stage manager uh, wearing a white top hat and he kind of like tugs at it nervously on his head as he watches the scene. The door slams behind you. <laughs> and it echoes in this large decorated chamber. You see above you constellations as if it were the sky of Galarian and depictions of Desna are painted kind of Sistine Chapel style on this large kind of amphitheater dome. The door slams the gnome in the top hat turns to you with an angry scowl. It closed rehearsal! <laughs> and then, who looks to be maybe the lead, slips with his sword in the sword fight that's happening on stage and grazes the other actor's arm.
4: They certainly poison them.
1: Blood drips onto the stage. The gnome then, seeing this ha- happens shrieks "Uh, another disaster Maximo's sword arm is the only stage worthy part of the buffoon oh no and the group starts to quarrel uh, as presumably Maximo ah ah
3: winces and holds his injured arm I am a healer so I I can go up there and start getting to work but uh that's that's an awkward situation.
0: Wait a moment. Yeah. If he is truly out of commission and we need to be in here for this this to happen. I have a plan, but it might involve taking up more of Sylvie's stu- schoolwork and studies.
2: My parents are already not happy with me skipping class. I cannot skip many more.
3: Sylvie, you must take this man's place. <laughs> <laughs> Insert yourself in the play. Over the next couple weeks, we'll cover for you in class. The gnome overhears. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, are any of you gifted swords, people? Men or women? We can disguise you
2: with our chameleon powder? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvie steps up. I am quite gifted with my rapier and kukri. And she'll bow and flip her cape and flourish it.
1: Very well, very well. Please approach the stage. Uh, we will see how well you can do. Maximus, go bleed somewhere else.
3: Uh, y- yeah, boys. And he's going like, to look to, to oh Beer and Diego be like, what the hell is
4: happening? Uh, Mir-, Mir would also speak up as Maximos, right? Yeah. Is getting off the stage. I'm pretty familiar with sword wounds. Do you want me to take a look? Uh, yeah, if you think you can help. Mir's gonna walk over and meet him apparently right off stage while Sylvie gets up on it.
1: <laughs> sure. This is a stage area on the map. Sylvie, go ahead and place yourself. Mir, you would just be slightly off stage uh, down those steps, tending to Maximus' wound. Are you gonna just roll a uh, medicine check?
4: I would like to roll a medicine check, not yet to fix him up, but to recall knowledge about poisons and injuries. Sure. Because I'm a little bit nervous. Doesn't Eleven do anything for me?
1: You suspect he's been poisoned.
4: Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I gotta treat him immediately.
0: He's freaking out. I'm sure.
4: Okay, okay. Sylvie's on stage. I'm by myself with this Maximus person. Uh, secretly like, holy shit.
3: No one can know about this. All right, I'm. I might not know about this, but Vec is team. He, I, I would 100% be with you. If yeah. Close by and, and not knowing or whatever, but I
0: would be by you. Dio does turn to Vec before right before he walks up and says, "Uh." Maybe good that Mir is to, is taken to that injury. I don't know if these other these other actors can be talked to or or we can find things out from them. But we need to know more about this situation here.
3: Yeah, that's a good idea, Diego. Good thing there's no rich people for you to pay off in the meantime. Diego right, crushes his skull with a hammer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Gurdits>. <laughs> Diego will turn and walk to one of the one of the other actors, I guess. To, Um, well, everyone's standing around. Yeah, they're kind of standing around on
1: stage, so you could be on stage. He'll he'll chat him up. He'll make small talk later after. Uh, go ahead and make me perception checks. Oh, well, why don't you do your healing first?
4: Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think he's poisoned, so, uh, I'm gonna try and treat poison. Okay. Not treat wounds. 26 to treat poison. Woo! Uh, what are you doing? I'm bleeding here. Uh, (laughs) What? Why are you feeding me herbs? Pretty sure you've been poisoned? Uh, no. Yes. Uh, well, I feel fine, so... Uh, yes, that's that's because that I've treated your poison? poison. I've treated your poison. Uh, but I felt the same before
1: I got the herbs. Exactly, uh, you don't feel any worse. Uh,
4: I, feel, I still feel bad from the, the giant gash in my arm. Now that I've treated the poison, I can... <laughs> take care of the wound. Please do it quickly. I'll treat his wounds okay. now. <laughs> this is 10 minutes, so I'm good to do it. Yeah? No. Make
1: a
0: perception check.
4: Yeah. That's fine. I just... I, I, Yeah. 18.
0: Natural 20, 24. I,
4: just Ooh. On today.
0: I suspect
3: this is going to be an important perception check, unlike the last few perception checks that I rolled very high on. 6
2: <laughs> 22 for Sylvie
1: yeah so with a natural 20 Diego you're the only one that can hear or feel a rumbling underground what? and it kind of builds something is coming
0: I just know generally or like from I, I, I can't tell from what direction or where you can feel the stages shaking slightly underneath you Diego tenses up and, like, all the hairs on his back raise up. He calls out, there's something coming from the ground. And at this point, a gigantic bug
1: creature erupts from the ground and hisses at the party. We're going to use those checks as initiative.
4: Oh, man. Oh, we're going for this?
3: Oh, we're going to go a little long.
4: Oh, Good okay.
3: Luck. Well, Griffin, I, I don't love that. We're using that as initiative because six. the top of the round is Diego. You
0: see this creature erupt out of the ground. Would I be able to, he's, it's, he's right next to the edge of the stage about 15 or so feet, 10, 15 feet away from me. Would I be able to just get to the edge of the stage and swing down at it? Yes, you could. It is okay. a large creature. I don't, I mean, I don't think he would have his hammer drawn or anything at the time. I wouldn't assume you would. So, Diego will spend an action to draw his hammer, move over to the creature, and then try to just bring the blunt end of his mole down on its head. Okay. This thing is the size of a horse Oh.
1: coming out of the ground.
4: Oh, that's nasty.
1: And you can see its gaze
0: turn to the blood on the stage. Oh. Hey, it's better, uh, a horse-sized bug is better than a whole bunch of bug-sized horses. I'll say that. Ooh, 16 on the die. That goes to a 23. 23 will hit your foe. Okay. Not raging, so not as much damage. Only 10 points of bludgeoning damage as he brings them all down on the creature. Sylvie.
2: How high up is the stage?
0: The stage is
1: about 10 feet up so you can still hit the creature from the stage.
2: Uh, but it's too high up for her to tumble through the square of the <laughs> creature.
1: Likely, yes. Unless you wanted to jump down.
2: Uh, not yet. So I believe Sylvie was going up to do actual sword fighting, so I think she would have had she her, has her sword out. Sword out. Mm-hmm. So she will move up to the edge of the stage and she will attack with her kukri. That is a 21. That hits. Max damage with 8 damage. This is slashing.
0: Nice. Okay. Great start. Great start.
2: And she has one more action. She is going to raise her dueling cape in a protective position.
1: Okay. The creature... Rear's back and sprays acid.
2: Ew! Oh, no.
1: On Diego and Sylvia, I need reflex saves.
2: Ugh.
0: Another natural 20.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm hot! This dice! I also rolled a natural 20! Jeez, 20 twins! Yes! That's not 29.
0: 25.
1: Doesn't matter, they crit. Then it will... Attack at Diego. That's gonna crit. That is a 31.
0: That is a crit.
1: <laughs> okay, but this is gonna hurt. 12 points of piercing damage and 12 points of acid
2: damage. Total. Wait.
0: Total 24 damage. He's he's only got 22 health. He's down. That's you are dying damage. too. Okay.
4: That was a critical. Yeah. And more than your total
2: health. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think. Okay. <laughs> I was worried about net massive damage rules there, yeah, but that's that no, double your hit points. Until you get oh. hit while you're down. Oh my gosh. So so a, Diego yeah. is dying too on the ground. He just takes that blow and just just drops immediately. Mir.
4: Alright. Yeah. So Mir just saw him go down she, she's going to move so she's within 30 feet of Diego okay and then she's gonna cast stabilize
1: moving
3: a cast vec okay stairs are difficult terrain yep I can do this so Vec is going to follow Mir right behind her he is exactly 30 feet away from Diego and he's going to open his hands up and you're going to see this yellow energy coalescing around his hands and then it shoots out kind of like a beam directly into Diego's body. This is a two action heal spell. Oh my gosh, thank you. I got you, buddy. Okay, all right. I mean, this thing hits like a truck, but also that's 15 points of damage back in your body. Thank you, thank you. I got you, man. So you are wounded one. And a two-action heal plus a move is uh, Vex full turn. Absolutely. Diego, it's your
1: turn. You're prone on the ground with 15 health. Might be time to uh, rage and get that temp HP. Yeah,
0: I think think this (laughs) is... Sounds like a great plan. (laughs) If there was any time to start raging, it would be now. So he does begin... Well, even if he stands, picks up his weapon... I'm thinking I'm thinking. pick up his weapon, rage, and then just try to hit from prone. I think that's okay. probably what he'll do. Sounds like a plan. Oh.
4: Does having the high ground count for anything?
0: <laughs> it, absolutely not. I, Get wish out it of did. Here. I wish it did. It's over, abomination. I have <laughs> so, the high ground. <laughs> so just
1: so you know for your attack roll, and just so the listeners know, being prone will grant you a minus
0: two circumstance penalty to this attack roll. Yep two on the die. I'm spending my hero point to re-roll that. Okay. Yeah. It's about time I used a hero point before they reset. Ailey could use one of her three, but uh, she's
1: got to do something that requires a roll. <laughs> right, a, exactly. There's a 15 on the die for a 20.
0: Beats beats.
4: Oh, Yay. my
0: gosh. Thanks. There we go. Um, Poor roll. That is still 10 points of bludgeoning damage. The creature rears back and hisses at you again.
1: Sylvie, it's your turn.
2: This fight got way more dire than she thought it would so quickly. So she jumps down off of the stage.
1: Okay, it is a 10-foot drop. I will need uh, acrobatics.
2: Okay. A 13. Not great.
1: This is you acting as grabbing an edge, by the way. So you're, like, kind of, like, oh. grabbing the edge and falling. because um, I don't believe there's, like, a... High acrobatics, and...
2: Yeah, all I could find was leap, but that's more, like, horizontal or vertical, not sh- just down.
1: So you succeed. Uh, you grab an edge. And I'm gonna say, like, by stopping your fall, you can drop harmlessly. Um... It's not a difficult climb. The, the, uh, the stage is very uh, rough wood on the back, so mm. you can kind of grab a beam. So you do not fall prone.
2: Perfect. Since she lands on her feet, she is going to attempt a tumble through to uh, get to the other side of the creature and blank with Diego.
1: Okay. So this is going to be against my... Reflex DC. Reflex DC. Perfect.
2: Which I think is going to be high.
1: It might be. This seems like a decently strong creature. Nimbly bug. Nimbly bimbly bug. some might say.
2: Oh my gosh. Only a 10.
1: A 10 is a fail, not a crit fail.
2: All right. So her movement ends and she triggers any reactions.
1: Does not have a reaction. All right. Seems... With that doesn't take it.
2: <sighs> She'll never know.
1: Guess we'll never know.
2: Uh failing her tumble through. Just gonna try to get an attack out. That was a move. So she's going to slash out with her Kukri. Oh, probably not gonna do it with a 13.
1: Nope. Does not do it. It is the creature's turn. It's got fresh food down here. Its first attack is going to come at Sylvie.
2: Sylvie will nimble dodge.
1: Nimble dodge. Smart. Critical fail with a natural one. Woo! Yes, that's what we needed. Uh, it's going to continue its attack at you. I think it wants to try your flesh. It has had cat flesh, and it is quite hairy. mm <laughs> hmm Okay, that time is an 18. Your nimble dodge does not apply. It only applies to the first attack, I believe.
2: Yes, and if I would have held my cape up again, I didn't have the action, Ah. so meets beats.
1: Okay, here's what's going to happen. You're going to take a little piercing and a little acid damage. You're going to take seven points of piercing and three points of acid
2: damage. He
0: lied. It's a lot of both.
2: Yeah, that's...
1: that's A smidge, just a smidge. A dollop of damage.
2: That's uh, over half of her health.
1: Well, the creature is going to just kind of climb onto the stage.
2: No. Oh, darn it.
1: And then move five more feet towards Mir. And it will end its turn. Mirror, you're up. You are... Directly adjacent to this creature now, it slavers at you, and its acid saliva hits the wood of the stage and just burns little holes through it. Gonna be paying for this tomorrow.
4: is technically flanking with Diego.
1: She technically is, if she uh, if she wants to punch it, <laughs> or if she pulls out a melee weapon,
4: or if I pull out my war razor. So I'll do that.
1: Okay, so you. Spend an action to pull out your war razor.
4: Yeah, so I pulled out my razor, you know, one-size-fits-all, cures wounds, slices bugs, apparently. Cuts hair.
1: Does nothing against
0: poison.
4: (laughs) Does nothing against poison. And I will try to attack.
0: Hey, you think the blade is poison?
4: No. (laughs) Because it's my blade. All right. And flanking's a...
0: It is a
1: minus two to my... AC.
4: If it's minus two to yours, then I know I hit because you have a 20. And this is a 19.
1: Okay. Give it 20
4: normally and then minus two. Nice. All right. Cool. Uh, That is six points of slashing damage. And then Mir would command Figgy. Okay. As her last action. All right. So Figgy would need to move.
1: Does Figgy have any climb?
4: He does. He has 10 feet climb 25 feet move speed 10 feet
1: burrow oh. <laughs> through the stage <laughs> you this thing if he decides to go down Uh think he could from there it's only like 5 feet up so he could 5, 10, 15, 20
4: you can get pretty close there and
1: or I guess that would count as technically double for the climb I think he could still do it because you have 25 feet of movement yeah, And I say double in air quotes. <laughs> you 10 feet, you use 5, so technically it used half-ish of your movement to get up that piece, but I think that's
4: fine. Shoot, I should have gone in a different order. That sucks. Alright, well, I guess because I went in the order I went, I will claw at this. Okay. Oh, this won't hit because I need a 20. And I only have a 16.
3: He's up in its grill. Yes, he is. Vec. This healing energy continues to pour through Vec's body and his, his spine arcs a little bit. He points first to uh, Diego as he uses lifelink on Diego. This is a focus spell one action. Diego gets four points of healing back, Ooh. and the next three points of healing I'm going to be taken for you. Three points of, of damage or damage. You're, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Then he's going to look to Sylvie, who took a pretty nasty hit last time. He's going to use his other two-action heal spell. This is my other first-level spell for the day, but this thing I get like, like I said hits like a truck. Let's, let's shore up against it. Two-action heal against Sylvie. 11 points of damage healed to Sylvie and now it seems like there, there's wind blowing through his hair uh, Robert Pattinson
0: every episode or just every other
3: every time it happens okay
0: Diego Diego's on the ground he can feel both the healing energy and the wind at this at this point roughly through his fur he looks Did over someone break
1: it. wind <laughs>
3: no no mate just breaking down <laughs> oh no <laughs>
4: No, Steve. <laughs> oh
2: no.
0: He looks over to Vec with gratitude, and then with make sure to pay him off later. Yeah. <laughs> and then with resentment to the rest of the actors on the stage, like as he's standing up, he turns to them and says, "Some of you are swordsmen. Why won't you help?"
1: <laughs> We're theater swordsmen. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Poison blades. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> it's the, it's all theatrical. <laughs> I'm quite scared of this situation.
0: These are some good special effects, then. <laughs> and he's going to tighten his grip on his maul and come down on this creature twice with the blunt, the blunt right. of his weapon. Yeah, part of the maul is not blunt.
4: Yeah, you keep not <laughs> it yeah. with the blunt Pulling of his the blunt maul. End.
0: Which, okay, the side that could be any of it. The, the one side that I, I the one side that's yep, blunt. Yep, the yep. bluntest side. Yeah, it's the flattest because of impacts like this.
4: I'm hoping this flanking will do you good.
0: The flanking saved me. It's an 18 on the die with the two from flanking. That's a hit. Uh, sorry, it's, an it's 11 on the die, total. 18 total. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And
4: because okay. of the
1: flanking, flanking, that does hit. Yeah.
4: Heck yeah.
1: 15 points
0: of bludgeoning damage.
4: Describe Ooh! your kill,
1: sir. Ooh!
0: Diego just glares at this creature, brings the one blunt side of the maul off and crosses over from the side into the creature's head and just splatters it in a spray to his right. With that, you're out of combat.
1: I think we'll continue the curse campaign next time.
4: All right.
1: Uh,
0: Bugs, why did it have to be bugs? (laughs) (laughs) Bugs. The Bestow Curse Podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.